I just got stuck in a bogey train. Welcome. Welcome, everybody, to episode... Oh, shoot. I'm prepared. Uh, episode 44. 40. Oh, my God. 44 of the Bogey Train podcast. The podcast where... I'm trying to think of a slogan on the spot. Do you have one? Or the podcast. Everything is every, everything is made up and the points don't matter. Little whose line is it anyway? There. Okay. I was going to say, there's no way you came up with that off the top no. of your head. No. Uh, a podcast where everything is improvised and um, golf is only part of our fun, honestly. Exactly. Exactly, where uh, everything is improvised and where 99% of the prep work is done in the last five minutes before an episode starts. I, w- I would say the first five minutes of the episode. Or the first five minutes of the episode. Uh, Jengs, what's good? Not a whole lot. Chilling, killing. Chilling is probably very, um, very literal because it has been lightly cold the past couple of weeks uh am i is that accurate yeah i think if you look temperature wise today was the warmest day we've had in like the last two weeks yeah today was but sweaty it, but it felt like the coldest because it was blowing like 25 30 miles an hour like it was just freezing the classic line uh i wouldn't be so bad without the snow <laughs> and the wind and everything else Oh, that's what I meant is wind. All right. I already I already messed up here. Yeah, we'll uh I'll I'll cut that part out. We'll restart. We'll edit that out. Yeah, we'll edit that out. Um we will be having Noah J hopping on. Um he said 10 minutes in. Uh so I'll probably give it 45 or 50 minutes. That's that's 10 done. minutes in Noah J time. So it's gonna be like he'll pop in for the closing statements. Yeah. Um as we are recording this, uh we are just seconds, uh, seconds off of the Kansas City Taylor Swifts going into Buffalo and uh, and upsetting the Bills. What are your initial thoughts on that game? Yeah, the Kelsey Swifty, uh, the Kelsey City Swifts, with another win. I kind of, I mean, being a Patriots fan, I didn't really want either team to win. I kind of would have rather the Bills won, but. Hopefully the Ravens take down the Chiefs next week, I guess. I mean, I'm just sick of the Chiefs. Like, I'm kind of, I'm in that same place that, like, I'm assuming everybody felt like when the Patriots were on their dominant run. Um, and, like, everybody has the team that they just hate. Like, you know, Vikings fans never want to see the Packers be successful. Nobody ever wants to see the Preach. Cowboys be successful. Preach. Um, and I, I just I'm, I don't want to see the Chiefs be successful. I really don't like Patrick Mahomes. Um, so yeah, see, I I can't really explain it because the Chiefs. You're right. Like Patrick Holmes or Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Holmes. Patrick Holmes. Yeah, Sir, yeah Sherlock Mahomes. Um, Mahomes is at a lot of times extremely unlikable. Um, and I'm usually one to like your Patriots, for example, like when a team is continuously successful, just really start to hate them and, uh, you know, prey on their downfall. But for some reason, the chiefs aren't like that. Like I have no problem seeing the chiefs win 
Um, maybe it is because of my newfound, uh, you know, alleged Taylor Swift fandom, uh, yeah. or it is, you know, I have, I have always been a, a big fan of, uh, the chief's kicker, Harrison Butker. That dude is a legend. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I don't actively hate the chiefs like as hard as probably most NFL fans do. So it doesn't, doesn't bother me. I don't, I don't hate the bills. I kind of like the bills that they, they gotta be just sick of losing to the bills or the chiefs. I think, in the they're, I think they're done. Like, I think this was their window and their window is closed for the bills. Um, like Stefan Diggs, I don't remember how much is left on his contract, but he's got to be about out of Buffalo. Uh, I mean, Josh Allen. Well, especially like earlier in the season, wasn't Trayvon Diggs like tweeting stuff about free my bro or whatever? Like there yeah. was some sort of a situation. And it seems like there might be some smoke. Like the uh, Diggs and might not be back. I feel like, I feel like a lot of their defense as well. Um, because like they've had a pretty strong defense lately, and I feel like a lot of their defense is about out uh, contract wise. So I think they're going to kind of be down a little bit in the next. Honestly, yes, yeah, super disappointing for the Bills, especially like with how hot they got second half of the season. Uh, didn't they end up as like the two seed? Uh, yeah. When 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 it was looking like they were going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. So they uh, they got. First were they loss? down to like 500 at one point, like six and six? Yeah, they were down to like a 15% chance to make the playoffs at one point, too, I'm pretty sure. Um, but then, you know, is it it's Sean McDermott, not Sean McVay. Sean McDermott pledges allegiance to Al-Qaeda, and they went on a yeah. hot streak, and finally the it caught up with them. Uh, Zero Dark 30 happened, and that happened to be tonight. Did you see that they did a uh, direct snap to DeMar Hamlin fake punt? I I didn't see that, no. Um, I saw a bunch of tweets about it. That was like DeMar Hamlin's face after being told fake punt. Like just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I was not expecting that. My heart skipped a beat when I saw that. Oh, I'm sure his did too. Um, it was... So what, what the... Uh, what? Nance and Romo said is that apparently the chiefs only had 10 men on the field. So they're assuming that, that the fake punt wasn't the call. It was like they, they were in formation and saw that the chiefs only had 10. And so then they checked to the fake punt. Um, but it like, it did not, it didn't look like they were ready to fake the punt, but they made the call. So it, it it was really odd. You do have to say it does take a lot of heart, uh, for the bills to, uh, to make a such a, a gutsy call. Some would um, say enlarged heart. All right. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to issue an apology for that one. I'd like to formally apologize. Um, that joke was possibly made in bad taste uh, due to DeMar Hamlin's history with heart issues. I would say the fact that he made it makes it fair. Yeah, he did. I mean, they did succeed. So... Do you think that play enough or that play alone is enough to get him comeback player of the year? Well, I mean, by the looks of the betting odds, I think just him putting on a uniform was him not dying. Him putting on a uniform, not dying was, uh, was more than enough for him to win comeback player of the year. Yeah. Um, Speaking of apologies, did you see the early game today, Lions Bucks? 
Um, I did watch it. Yes. A little bit of it. So I will first be issuing an apology. Um, a number of weeks ago, back when I thought the Vikings were competitive, uh, I was doing some uh, spicy tweeting at a uh, at one at Bearded Blevins on Twitter. <laughs> allegedly, Ninja's the, brother. Allegedly, Ninja, the brother of Ninja, and uh, you know he and I go back and forth on football every now and again. <laughs> is this an actual back and forth, or is this him tweeting and you just? replying and that's it he replies to me sometimes <laughs> um but he, at one point like he just said you know vikings definitely aren't going to the playoffs or whatever and i thought it was bold of him to say that like because this was you know quite a few weeks ago especially especially considering the vikings still had pretty good odds to go to the playoffs at that time and i was like okay buddy it's not like the lions are going anywhere and he's like well they're going to the playoffs at least and i was like okay well fair but um, so I just would like to apologize and own up to that. Uh, the lions are in the NFC title game. Um, I, I would also like to issue an apology. This is, um, I'd like to apologize for the Patriots. I believe I might've said this on podcast record. I might not have, I'm not sure. Uh, but the moment that we hired Bill O'Brien last year, I said the Patriots are going 11 and six and winning the AFC East by getting the Bill O'Brien, Mac Jones hookup back together. Um, and that obviously flopped. Uh, we have the third pick in the NFL draft, which is not going 11 and six. So Frank may question mark. <clears throat> I've heard offensive linemen, so who knows, but they need a quarterback. They need like, everything. They need a wide receiver. The, uh, the back and forth of, uh, Jones and Zappy is not getting it done. I think, I think zap, zap, zap is the guy. You cannot be serious. You're I also said that about Mac Jones. It's hard to like. Not often do you see that much regression from rookie year ever, to the next couple of years. Ever since Tom Brady left the Patriots, I have just had crap luck with quarterback fandom. Because Cam Newton comes in for a year, I'm like, oh yeah, Cam Newton. I love Cam Newton. He looked good. I got a Cam Newton jersey for Christmas. Come. E. Mac you Jones. Patriots, you have a Patriots Cam I have Newton a Patriots jersey. Patriots Cam Newton jersey. <clears throat> That's a relic at this point. Dude, um, at, at this okay. Uh to interject. What's what do you think is gonna be worth more money in like 10 years? A Cam Newton Patriots jersey or a Josh Dobbs Vikings jersey? Uh Cam Newton Patriots jersey. Uh, anyway, um, and then Mac Jones comes in and I was really high on Mac Jones, like the picture of him with the cigar after the uh, national championship or whatever it was. I'm like, this guy is our future. Uh, he's shit. Um, Dang it. We got to put the E on this episode now. So, yeah, I think we should just play without a quarterback. Honestly, we should just. I don't know. That's a that's an interesting my, strategy. My, my TikTok really can tell that I want to relive the glory days, though, because I've gotten uh, clips from past Patriot Super Bowls. So I had one today of Tom Brady's uh, final drive in the Super Bowl that they beat the Rams uh, for the first Super Bowl title, and Adam Van Terry hitting that kick. Dude, uh, well, you know what's crazy to me is just how 
uh, conservative the philosophy was back then because I've seen that whole game winning drive against the Rams. John Madden is like, He's I don't just, think I don't. This is a bad idea. I wouldn't do bad this. idea. I don't. I think you just play for overtime here, and it's like they were tied, and there was like a minute left or something. Yeah, it was like a and, minute and a half left, and he wasn't even going for a touchdown. They were just trying to get a field goal. It was like Madden was like, "This is you shouldn't do this. Just play for overtime." And it's and like their first wow, two plays on the wow. drives were the drive were checkdowns to the running back. Like it wasn't even like they were chucking it downfield. Yeah. I was, uh, so when I had just, it was like, it was within the last few months, I think that I saw those highlights, like with the commentators for the first time, I was shocked by what I was hearing. Yeah. And then I also have gotten, uh, I got the Danny Amendola, Rob Gronkowski, Julian Edelman reunion. Because uh, today was the anniversary of the Patriots beating the Chiefs in the AFC Championship or the AFC playoffs a few years back. Uh, and it was when that famous, like, we ain't going nowhere that Tom Brady posted. Uh, so that reunion happened. And then I got the Julian Edelman documentary popping up. And I'm like, dude, we used to be so, like, for having three really small, crappy white wide receivers we were a really good team. And now we have like, you also had Danny Woodhead back in the day. Like, yeah. And now it's like, we have guys who are probably just as good as those guys, except we don't have a quarterback. And so it's yeah, just, and it's painful. It's painful. And now Danny Woodhead is a better golfer than anybody on this podcast. He so. did beat you in a event this year. So, Oh yeah, he's way better than me. Didn't he almost qual or did he qualify? He got an alternate spot, right? He lost in a playoff. Yeah. To qualify for the US mid am. What a legend. I actually watched a uh, feature on him recently about how he uh attempts to qualify for the US Open. It was kinda I don't know. I must have been uh, I must have had a lot of time on my hands that day. Um Oh yeah, uh, I'm just gonna say how depressing it is because as as rough as it has been for Vikings fans over the years, you know at least we've always had the little brother Lions to make fun of. You know as as bad as it was for us, it was always worse for them. Uh, so the fact that the Lions could literally be playing in the Super Bowl this year if they win one more game, which granted it is at San Francisco, um, if if we can't make fun of the Lions, I mean, what do we have? What do we have left? There's nothing. And for me, it's always nice because I've always had the Patriots to make fun of, or not the Patriots, the Vikings to make fun of. Um, <laughs> Why not like the Jets? Because, well, I can't, I don't want to make fun of the Jets anymore because I've become a huge Brees Hall truther. So, like, I have considered just switching my fandom to the Jets just simply because of Brees Hall. So, yeah. And like, Brees we're Hall just, truther. We're the laughing stock of the AFC East at this point. So it's, it is what it is. Um, I do have, that wasn't even my apology. Um, I do have a major apology to issue, uh, but I am waiting for Noah for that one. Um, speaking so, of major apologies, is it or is it not true? Speak of the devil himself. Tommy Fleetwood won last week. Or did he not win? Did he Tommy choke? Fleetwood did win. Uh, 
I still can't, I don't, I don't get, uh, I can't keep these tournaments straight over there because this one this week was in Dubai, but was the last one also in Dubai or was it Abu was Dhabi? That Abu Dhabi? Or, I don't know. Uh, also, I, turns uh, out that tournament does not get you that many OWGR points because, uh, no, it was the Dubai Invitational. Does not get okay, you that so, many points because it only so moves both, four spots. So both tournaments are in Dubai. Yes, and this one was the Dubai Desert Classic. I don't know if one tournament is bigger than the other, but Rory ended up winning the Dubai Desert Classic overnight. Uh, but I do have to say, my the two guys that over on the European Tour that have won the last two weeks were two guys I put in my top five for the OWGR. So. My predictions well, are looking good so far. Testing, testing one, two. Uh, glad, you're you mic, do, glad you're doing a mic check live on the show. ABC, yeah. easy as one, two, three. As okay, simple Michael as Jackson, Dory I think me. we're going to get a copyright strike ABC. now. <laughs> well, he's dead. He can't strike us. I'm sure he has. I'm sure he has people. All right, guys. I don't think my camera is going to work tonight but i'm here how's my audio blessing sound? blessing in disguise audio sounds actually crystal all right great math crystal math is that a good thing uh sounds really good actually all right sweet better than apparently my mic sounds uh after the last few weeks when i've put the episode together and uploaded it it's like wow my mic does not sound very good which is unfortunate considering uh, it was a thousand dollars. Just kidding. Come on, you think the bogey train is that kind of fun? It's a Um, spend on microphone. We're putting all our money into advertising. Advertising. I don't yes. know what advert. I haven't seen any yet, so it must not be in the right channels. Paying companies to sponsor us, which, in other words, is called being a customer. Uh, all right. So now that Noah is here, I want to issue an apology. This has been on my heart for a few days now. Um, I mean, ultimately I just want to say, um, to Las Vegas, uh, I'm sorry. I wasn't familiar with your game. That's it. I, I don't understand the apology. You're apologizing to the city of Las Vegas. Yes. Yeah. Mike, I'm saying, I'm sorry. Say, wait, wait, wait. Can I, can, can we get that apology again? Why? I just want, I, I can't remember it. I need to, I, I want to hear it again. Uh, I feel like you're like recording it or something. No, no, no. You're recording it. I am recording actually. <laughs> um, no, what I said was, uh, Las Vegas. I'm sorry. I wasn't familiar with your game. Okay. That's what I said. Awesome. That's great to hear. So you've kind of, you've kind of turned a corner on the, the city of Las Vegas. So, yeah, I just always, you know, based off of things I had heard was always just like, I have no desire to go to Las Vegas. Um, I don't did, think it would be fun. Um, did you hear about like a lot of murder and strippers and drugs? And I just heard of uh general debauchery. Yes. is like, you know, just the whole mantra of like what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, the sin city, all of that stuff. Very Did you commit like, a sin? Um, I mean, not intentionally. Is gambling uh, a sin? Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I don't. I don't. 
I don't think so. Not if you win, Jangs. Not if you no, win. That's true. Then it's not gambling. Then it's just winning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so anyway, I, I had always thrown shade at Las Vegas as in like, yeah. I, and has always said, I have no desire to go to Las Vegas. Um, I went to Las Vegas and I had a blast. So I just wanted to publicly apologize to um, the greater Las Vegas uh, me- metropolitan area. Did you uh, see Butch while you were there? I wanted to, did, but no. I was going to say, if you did, you should have asked him if he could uh, squeeze me in. I know he's got a busy schedule, but. Yeah, I was, uh, I didn't bring the clubs, but I was, if I did bring the clubs, I would have definitely wanted to go uh, see Butch for a quick uh, complete overhaul, maybe. But Did you, uh, did you hit up Top Golf while you were there? I did not. Dang. No. I've heard that the Vegas Top Golf is sweet. I have, I have heard that too. I think it has a super nice view of the strip, but did not Club make it over Top Golf. Uh, Las Vegas Strip. The Las Vegas Strip. Ah. The all right. I, give me a couple. Give me three highlights and a low light of the trip. I uh, heard you, you went to a certain magician. That was for sure the highlight. If not the greatest magician of potentially all time. He's not a magician. He's the magician. <laughs> he is the, he's the only one as far as I'm concerned. Uh, yes. Did go see Shin Lim live, which incredible. was, uh, yeah, it was, it was awesome. And then he also does. So the routine is he, he has a show with a mentalist, or like a mind reader guy named Colin Cloud. It was, yeah, it was super, super cool. I would go to it again uh, in a heartbeat. Sick. I would say the only downside of going to it is because obviously like hard magic is up close stuff. Sure. Um, And they have big screens and everything, but it's just kind of going back and forth between like, should I be watching him or should I be watching the screens to like see the trick? Yeah, so it's like, so it like a constant internal struggle. Like you want to see the screen so you can actually see what's happening, but you also want to be watching him yeah. like the whole time. That's so, how I feel when I'm at a hockey game. Should I be watching it on my phone or should I just look at the ice and watch the players? Why, why on God's green earth would you go to a hockey game and just watch the game on your phone? And how far behind would it be? Like, a What minute? do you gain from that? I don't know. They got the. They have the angles. They have cameras like over the ice, and the announcers are telling you everything that's happening. Yeah, but that's you're like wild. not seeing the. That's the wild cool stuff. Like, hey, wild. That's wild. Minnesota. You know wild. I, mean? mm-hmm. I do um, have a good history. Every single hockey game I've gone to, there has been a fight. So I have a. Wow, you're a hundred percent. Three for three. Every single fight you've been to, there was a hockey game. There, that's also true. That's great to hear. So, <laughs> actually, that's not true. I have gone to the Fury fights that they have in town. There was no hockey games. No, ho- no hockey broke. That's a no. bummer. Should ask for your money back. I should have. I got in free. Luckily, I <laughs> right, well, so then you can't really. Yeah, that's tough to ask for your money back. But you were sending us pictures, Nick, in Vegas of I saw the Eiffel Tower. Um, yeah. The Let's great see, pyramid. what else did you send? You sent us the pyramid. The right? Statue of Liberty? Yes, the Statue of Liberty, which is crazy because there's a bunch of replicas around the world in other Indeed. places. Yeah. But 
It's, Notably New York. Yeah, it's crazy that Paris. you saw the big, yeah, the real deal. Uh, also, the Space Needle. Frame. I didn't I didn't send you guys a picture of the Space Needle, but there is also a uh, Space Needle there. So Yeah. Did you see um, a meth head? Yes. You, no, just, you, you did just not repli- send me a picture of that. I just heard replicas. <laughs> well, yeah, that one wasn't the original meth head, but it was one of them. <laughs> Bunch of replicas. Have, have you guys seen the video of that Dave Portnoy pizza review where he's walking out and there's the crackhead with no have arms. I, have I seen it, dude? That thing needs to be in the Louvre. <laughs> <laughs> he's just walking by. Louvre. He's got no arms. How's he pulling that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, have I seen that? Come on. It was crazy. So there's a whole bunch. There's like always street performers on like on the streets and on the skyways and stuff. And there was one by uh pretty close to this museum that we went to uh this guy just had his like his microphone his little almost karaoke setup and he's just singing and the dude was incredible he was so good and then you walk like 60 feet down the skyway and there's a guy doing it who was maybe the worst voice i've ever heard <laughs> like he was so bad like it, i can't, it's hard to describe how bad he was did you walk up to him and say hey keep practicing someday you'll be able to move up the block i gave him a penny <laughs> that for reminds your, me any of your thoughts i saw this video of this guy i think he's out of washington dc or something um but he's like a street performer and he's a freestyle rapper so he like showed up to the washington monument where this group was celebrating their prom and he like does a whole freestyle for him. And it was like, it's just sick, dude. Like they just gave him four words. They're like, it was like Maserati, uh, cap, um, jolly and something else. And he's like, yeah. And it just makes up this like eight minute freestyle. It was just crazy. I've always wished I could freestyle, but I could, I'll make, I'll make you one live on that- air. That'd be odd. Yeah, we should we should freestyle sometime. We should, we should freestyle do, episode. So on whose line is it anyway? They have uh I don't remember what the, the game is called, but they make a song one word at a time. We should that should be a ending for the show one day. We just each of yeah. us says one word at a time. We go I don't in know. a circle. It's, it's just I know that I'll have to suffer through a really awkward, extremely white guy phase of freestyle before I you know, start to show any signs of, of intelligence. So I don't think it's really worth it. You're, you're not a true modern <laughs> hip white guy until you can freestyle. It's kind of facts. Uh, kind of true. Maybe I need a kind of uh, facts. No text. A stud, a stud in my ear. Maybe my boy Noah J up next. Oh, all right. Get him on the mic, riding his bike. Oh, has oh, got Mike, rhymes. Dude. Mike as in Mike vowels. Mike Bowles. When I was young, in my bowels. <laughs> Got the nice one, Nick. terrible towels. I can tell Nick's already been like practicing. the Timberwolves gonna howl. Ooh, wow. Anyway, personal foul. Uh, so I still got a couple more highlights and a low light to give you. All right. Yes, let's hear them. Um, so just like this is maybe a uh, maybe cheating, but just like the strip itself. Um, I, it was just super cool. Just going around, seeing everything, seeing all the massive casinos and hotels. And, um, did you see the F1 track? 
Uh, no, that was all taken down. Um, have you seen Oceans 11? No. Have you, Jenks? No, I don't watch movies. Okay. It's a, uh, it's a, a, I guess, a casino robbery movie. And they rob three, I think, three casinos on the Vegas Strip. So there's like an iconic shot of, I think you sent the video of the water fountain on the strip yeah, yeah. in front of like the, the MGM Grand. It's That's in front of the Bellagio. The Bellagio, yes. So they, they robbed the Bellagio in the movie. So I've always that's wanted sick. to go to the Bellagio and and play. but and Well, it. now I want to watch that movie. <laughs> and rob it, but rob it legally by playing. Yes, no, seriously, dude, you need to watch that. But I just was wondering because you sent me the the water found video. But yeah, keep going. Um, And then uh, Hoover Dam. Hoover Dam was awesome. Yes, that's a banger. A lot of for sure. That place. You were and, you uh, were sending us some really fun fun facts about the Hoover Dam. I was really enjoying that. Uh, and I didn't even do the tour because I'm a cheapskate. So yeah, exactly. Um, so Hoover Dam was really cool. And then as we were flying out, we were able to see it like as we were flying, and it's just crazy how how absolutely massive it was when you were there. But then like from the sky among all the mountains, it's basically just like a tiny speck. Yeah. So what was the uh, low light? Uh, random people coming up to you on the strip, trying to like give you things or sell things mm-hmm. or uh, promote their religion or um, how many uh, ladies, ladies with, end up with ladies wearing very little clothing, trying to take a picture with you. Yeah. How did, uh, how did your wife feel about that? Um, I mean, it's just kind of, it's not like we didn't know there was going to be stuff like that. So it was fine. We were just like, they're like, want a picture? You just, just say no and keep walking. But other, I'd say, yeah, the, probably the worst part was just the people uh, that would I just heard, come up to you. I heard that's Nick's go-to when he interacts with people. You just say no and keep walking. Well, exactly. So I have a lot of practice. Um, thoughts on the sphere. Is it as cool in person as it looks in pictures? It's all right. Um, I mean, I didn't go inside of it or anything, but you could, it's just, it's just kind of always there and you like forget that it's there. I love the, I love all the pictures. Like there's the one golf course there and it was the sphere that was just like watching the guy hitting the golf shot. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's literally right next to that golf course. I, uh, I saw a picture. It was someone that was in their hotel room and they were laying in bed and their curtain was barely open and it's just one of the eyeballs on the sphere just looking straight into the window. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. So that's but uh if I was to go back and actually stay on a hotel on the strip, because we didn't stay there, we stayed at a friend's house. Um I'd probably stay at New York, New York. Cause that was a super cool looking hotel. But a lot of cool hotels. Sick. That's great. Sounds like a fun trip. Oh, and also there's a hotel that's shaped like a pyramid. And then during the daytime, one of the sides of the pyramid uh, that faces the airport is just like colored. It's all lit up like it's just one big Dorito. And it's just a Doritos ad. <laughs> wow. One of the triangles on the pyramid. So, Was it a square py- pyramid, a triangular pyramid, rectangular pyramid? Sorry, what? Was it a square pyramid, a triangular pyramid, a rectangular pyramid, 
Um, the I don't even know how to answer that, man. The <laughs> base the is a square. We're dying to know the answer to. So it's a the square base pyramid. Is a square, and then it's uh, four triangles meeting at the top. So that would be a square that's, pyramid. That's isn't that what every pyramid is? No, there's I, triangular I mean, that's what pyramids. I thought. That's what I thought, but this guy, I don't know. Don't talk to me like I'm dumb, dude. A triangular pyramid. A triangular pyramid. What are you saying? It has a triangle base and three sides. Like a normal person, if I say like this was a pyramid, like this hotel was shaped like a pyramid. I think of like the Giza pyramids. Yes, it looks exactly like a pyramid, like a pyramid that every single human knows what it looks like. But then you got to like ask what kind of pyramid shape. I was curious, dude. Do you know what a pyramid looks like? Give me yes, what I know me, what a pyramid looks dude, like. Give me one example of a triangular pyramid. I don't know. I've never seen one except in math class. <laughs> exactly, dude. The same I class where people buy four hundred watermelon for fun. Those things are not real. <laughs> exactly. Oh, a r- uh do they know how they made that pyramid? This one? I'm yeah. sure it was constructed by... Still trying to figure it out? I mean... A lot of slaves. Relatively maybe. mainstream modern construction <laughs> principles is my did guess. You, did you measure but how many cubits wide it was? The elevators on the inside... And did go you measure? Like the, the elevators, elevators like, go up the sides of the pyramid on the inside. Wait. I, I don't like sick. that. I don't like that. Well, I don't think they asked you before they constructed it, so... They probably should have. Um. All right. Should we actually talk about golf now, or? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I could keep filibustering too. All in all, uh, though, net, net positive trip to one hundred one hundred percent. I would. Love I that. would go back. That's great. That's actually kind of great news to hear. That's great to hear. I think it's fitting that the longest filibuster in history was uh, done to prevent a vote on the civil rights act it's true truly fitting for america honestly uh what do you do it's a great country god bless did you guys watch it's against my civil rights what did i watch what did you watch the golf tournament today I watched the last hole. I watched really? half of the last hole. <laughs> no way. You guys have watched the best part by far. Dude, I think, uh, I mean, I know my voice is relatively monotone, but like, I think we got to like sit on the fact for, for a few minutes of the, fa- of just the fact that a 20 year old amateur just won a PGA tour event. Dude, when I was a 20 year old yeah. sophomore in college, I was just trying not to die. Dude, and not only that, he won at, what did he shoot, like 29 under? 29 under. And beat, I mean, Sam Burns, Justin Thomas, Xander Schauffele, Christian Bezadenhut. I mean, some of the biggest names out there. I mean, I mean, Christian Bezadenhut is literally a big name. So, <laughs> Yeah, he might are- be the biggest name in golf. Well, I mean, not so fast. I mean, we got Jazz Jane Watananand, you know. Uh, he's on live now. Uh, yeah, Jazz Jane Screw him. Is he actually on live? I thought he is. I thought Jane Watananand? I thought he did. 
the greatest part is on the live leaderboard on the side of the screen. They already uh, abbreviate the last names. So how do you uh, how do you abbreviate Jane Watanand? <laughs> what blows but, my mind is how you've absolutely nailed the pronunciation three times in a row, Nick. I mean, that's how it's spelled. Who knows if that's actually how it's pronounced? <laughs> but I mean, we got Kiradek Api Barnrat. That's as one of the there. biggest names in golf. I think I gotta imagine Christian. He's also on live now, is, I believe. Is longer, but or is bigger, but. What about uh, Gonzalo Fernandez Castaño? That's Ooh, a good one. Arguably three names. names, though. Yeah, I mean that's it's kind of cheating, but I guess. Well, the last name is hyphenated, so you can't really leave no, either part of it I out. Know. That's true, but it's tough to just. It's hard to give the award out. Uh, maybe, maybe, I, maybe this year's trainees. I retract my statement. Uh, Kiradek is not on the live tour. Victor Dubuisson, a fairly big name, but no longer playing golf. He's the biggest name. Sorry, I uh, I kind of sidetracked that. Uh, ben on in the running for smallest name in golf. Ben on. Well, I mean, Ben isn't his real name, yeah. so. Um, also, say. would like to retract Jazz Jano Watananand is also not on Live Golf. So, I mean, where where is this coming from? Oh, that guy's on Live. That guy's <laughs> also on Live. Haven't heard of him in a while. Must be on Live. Maybe you just been taking the predictions from Live Golf Insider. I think on, I've been uh, reading my Live Golf news from CNN, getting a lot of fake news. Let's okay, see. When I, I was a twenty-year-old, so it's kind of crazy, you know, because I was once a twenty-year-old uh, sophomore playing college golf, and so this just shows that I could have won a PGA Tour event at that time. Because, yeah, I mean, in reality, you know, college golfer is a college golfer. There's not yes, really that, that was my takeaway really too. Difference. If American Express would have sponsored me, you know, that's really all that. That's the wall. That's the leap that I needed to take. I. I think we need to go backwards. For those of you that don't know what just happened, um, we didn't really come out and just say it. True. I don't even uh, know if we said Nick Dunlap's the, name yet. The American Express Championship this weekend in California. Nick Dunlap, uh, who is a 20-year-old sophomore in college, amateur. Um, Roll Tide! Plays at Alabama. Just won the... American Express. He's the first amateur to win a PGA Tour event since 1991. By uh, he who shall not be named. Uh, by Voldemort, Phil Mickelson. Um, so that's that's kind of the big news. This guy just you know shot 60 yesterday. Um, just a, a crazy, kind of a crazy story. Uh, really, really parallels the stories of. Um, you know, a young Francis we met. Um, that's maybe a little far. That 16-year-old Hawaiian guy that made the cut at the Sony Open a while ago. Jordan Spieth when he made the cut as a high schooler. Bo Hostler, But none of them Michelle won. Wee a making, uh, Michelle Wee shooting a 68 at the Sony Open in 2004. Yeah. None of them won a PGA Tour event except for Nick Dunlap. So... Yeah, and uh, the PGA Tour didn't exist when Francis we met won the U.S. Open. So oh, that's true, and I that it, it's not important. He didn't uh, win a PGA Tour event. Uh, I think the biggest news out of this event is not even Nick Dunlap. It's the fact that we had a pro am 
And Dylan Fratelli was not in the field, so he could not quit on his teammates uh, this event. So, I mean, does he even have enough status to play in this tournament? I Was this an elevated? No. no. Uh, next week is, though. Um, also, shout out to Jeff Beatty. He won the uh, Pro-Am leaderboard at 34 under par. Wow. Congrats. I want to know. I want to know. Dude was going if, crazy. If Nick Dunlap played in the pro am division, um, what do you think his score to par would have been? I feel like aren't they all playing in the pro am division? That's like kind of the whole point of a or pro-am? like the whatever. Uh, speaking of, uh, sorry, we'll we'll continue with the American Express before I sidetrack us somewhere else. Dustin Thomas getting some form back, shot a 61 yesterday, only to be outdone by uh, Dunlap shooting 60 yesterday. Um, however, Justin Thomas's 61 was actually at the stadium course, which is probably a better round uh, than Dunlap shooting 70 at La Quinta, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, he held his he held it together pretty well, uh, made a double bogey on seven after hitting it in the water, but bounced back with birdie on the next and then um, was pretty clean coming in. Uh, bo or birdied 14 and 16. Sam Burns, though, tough, yeah. Tough, did you guys catch did you guys catch that finish? I saw you went yes. in the water on 17, yeah. So, yeah, so he was one up, I think, with three to play, and he ends up parring 16, which is a very gettable par five. And Dunlop makes a nice up and down to birdie, so now they're tied with two holes left. And I'm watching with one of my buddies, I'm like kind of cheering against Sam Burns because I want to see this amateur win, right? And then Burns eats it in the water on 17. I'm kind of like, oh, like, let's go. This is it. And then he pipes it under the water on 18, two off the tee. And it was like almost too much of a backslide. I felt bad for the guy. Yeah, finishing double bogey, double bogey is oh, tough. Just hard well, to he watch. finished double, double, which is yeah. uh, coincidentally what I got at in and out Yes, that's a great order at In and Out. Honestly, there's not many bad orders at In and Out, but it was sort of those things like like one of those things I was telling my wife, like when you go to a new place and you look at the menu and there's like four items on the menu, it's like you know it's gonna be good. Um, yeah. It's and it it takes your pressure off of your selection. Exactly. One hundred percent. No, that's a win win. To to backtrack to what Noah said, uh Sam Burns, he was really just jealous that he did not win the 2023 backslide of the year. So he's putting himself in early contention. Yeah. Um, you got to love that. He must've heard our pod. <clears throat> Jenks, did you win backslide of the year? No, I lost. I didn't oh. win a training this year. Second place, second place, Jenks. All right. If I may, may I play a clip um, from a movie you may or may not know that has uh, a special, uh, pertinence to this situation. Yeah, I'm waiting. You hear yeah. It? What? I can't hear anything. It sounds like the really? parents in. It sounds like the parents in Charlie Brown. It's the scene from the greatest game ever played. Um, arguably Shia LaBeouf's breakout flesh where Varden's talking to some old guy and the old guy's like, he's a bloody amateur. 
Amateurs do not win U.S. Opens, and they do. Well, and they, they win American Express win championships. PGA Tour events, except exactly. for in 2024 and 1991. So, he's a bloody amateur. I mean, the, of course, it's surprising that an amateur won a PGA Tour event, but I feel like in the last few years, I these the college players, like when they come out, they're so ready for golf at the highest level that it, it kind of felt like, like it was a matter of time. Yeah. While it is still surprising, it's also That's like true. not all that surprising. Cause like you had Ludwig last year, you had Gordon Sargent, you had uh, a frick. What was the guy's name in the masters? Ludwig's crazy. Uh, uh, won the USAM. Oh, Sam Bennett. Yeah. Sam yeah. Bennett. Like these guys are just coming out and they are very, very good at golf like there is there's little to no uh separation between you know the top players in the world and some of these college guys and i mean you put together four good days it doesn't matter who you are you can put yourself in contention and that's what happened and not only that i don't know nick dunlap is going to be nick dunlap is going to be a crazy good rider cupper do we do we think does he turn pro or does he forego? I'm right thinking now? he turns pro, man. What does he got? He's got exemptions into all the majors, and not all of them. He, he doesn't get all. He does. I don't I think. think. He, I feel is, like. Yeah, I mean, the only one that's in question is the PGA. I which think that, as as an amateur, he wouldn't be able to play in. So what? I think I saw a tweet. What he would get, or what he gets. Uh, so he gets the the two year status for the yeah, win. Yeah, but but he yeah, won the big. USAM last year. I know. I'm saying he gets the two year status for the PJ Tour win. Um, he gets the OWGR points, which I believe I saw moves him up to 68th in the world. OWGR. Um, he's into the Masters, which he was already into the Masters anyway. He's into the US Open. He was already into the US Open anyway. I believe it gets him into the Open. Um, or no, it gets him into the PGA Championship with the win if he turns pro. He already was exempt into the Open, so if he turns pro, he gets into the PGA. If he doesn't turn pro, he gets into the Open. So the U.S. Open. Did you already say that? Yes, the U.S. Open as well. Uh, and then he also gets into the designated events if he turns pro. I believe. So my really? one and accept my one question yeah. is. Um, if, if he turns pro, would he still be able to play in the tournaments that his exemption comes from the USAM? Um, so, well, the thing is like, what would he get from the USAM? So he, because of that, he got masters us open in the open. Okay. So he would, he he still gets to play in the masters in us open because he won. Is there an automatic, uh, exemption into the U.S. Open for winning a PGA Tour event? Maybe not. I, I'm going to have to look at this. Because um, I know he'd still be able to play the Masters now that he won this tournament. Because I know for the longest time, uh, you had to stay amateur to take advantage of those exemptions. Like you couldn't win, you couldn't win the USAM and qualify for those three op- or the the two Opens and the Masters if you turned pro. So you had to you had to stay an amateur to to take advantage of those exemptions. I thought I had heard like in the last year or so that that was maybe going to change, okay. but I 
I uh, I don't so know if this, he did. This is his membership implications. So if he he's eligible to take tour membership at any time during 2024. Uh, if he takes that, he gets membership through 2026. Exemptions into all 2024 signature events, the Masters and the PGA Championship. Um, he currently has exemptions into the Masters U.S. Open and the Open because of the U.S. Am. The Masters and the Open are contingent on him remaining amateur. Uh, okay, so for so he's in the U.S. Open regardless. He's in the U.S. He, Open regardless, and and he's in the Masters regardless. He's in the Masters regardless. So it's and basically so if, so if he if, turns pro, he's gets into the PGA Championship and loses the Open Championship. Which I mean, there's plenty of time between now and then he can get in the top yes. fifty. Yes. So. Um, if he does not accept membership for the 2024, he has 30 days following the 2024 PGA Tour season to turn pro and take up membership for 2025. Uh, if he foregoes 2025, he has 30 days to take up membership for 2026. I mean, uh, I don't, I don't know anything about like what he's thinking, but it sounds like people would be surprised if he didn't just turn pro right now. Oh, you just won a PGA Tour event. I mean, you kind of just have to like right well francis we met didn't think so or at least maybe he wants to that was also 111 when, years when's ago. the pga pga's before that's in NCAA champs right uh it's like yeah it is it is before yeah i was gonna say because he could play he could finish out his ncaa season as a sophomore and then turn pro and then he wouldn't get the pga but but then he wouldn't get the pga yeah dude he is gonna be on the team at Beth Page for the Ryder Cup, I think. Really, that's a hot his, ma- his, his a match. Play, his match play record is incredible. In really? amateur in amateur match play tournaments, he's thirty and two. That's not bad. So that's not bad. Did that's you guys, one way to put it. Did you guys see his quote that they asked him? Um, so they asked him like if he has any homework. Uh, or classes or anything that he's gonna have to do, and he said, "Yeah, I'm. It's not getting done." Yeah, yeah, I, love I did that. see that. He's an athlete student. He has been for a while. I don't know if you guys watched his interview after day three into day four. Did you see that? No. They brought him in the booth after he shot sixty to kind of ask, like, pretty much, were you thinking fifty nine at all today? So and they were probably like, "Hey, man, since you're not like an, an actual member of the tour, like." Are you still subject to random drug testing? <laughs> but first of all, he was like incredibly mature in, in the interview. Like he acted like he was a 30 year old PGA tour kind of veteran, whatever. But, and then, and then he said that he had no idea where he was on the leaderboard and he had no idea what his score was when he shot 60. It's like, that's like Bob Rotella stuff. Isn't that crazy? Wait. Well, you know what's you know what's crazy? He didn't know where he stood on the 18th hole today. Like when Wait, he No way. He, he thought he had a two-shot lead and he was only up by one. Yeah. Cause I think he was focusing just on Burns. He didn't know that Zadenhout yeah. was in at 28. So uh when he fanned his approach right, like he was basically like I'm just trying to hit it anywhere but the water because he thought he was sure. too clear. And then he's like, oh, crap, I have to get this up and down. And then he did. Yeah, that's nuts. He made a couple 
really clutch. I mean, he made he was making putts all week, but he made some clutch ones at the end. The um, way he the uh, line. the way he grips his putter left hand low, like his hands are super low, like close to his legs. Yeah, they're kind of like in tight. He's kind of hunched over. It's so it's so pure. Yeah, he's yeah, it looks great. We also looks great. Is the farm the farmers is not a uh, signature designated event? Is it this year? I think it is. Let me see. Signature events. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it is. I'm gonna twenty twenty four signature. They're starred on the calendar. It is not this year. I was going to say, because if it was, he wouldn't be able to play because they are limited to PGA Tour members. So oh, really? he does. He is in the field now because of his win for Tory next week automatically. Um, and he so he does have a week to decide if he wants to take up tour status before the AT&T, because if he takes up status, he would be into the signature event because of the win. Wait, so, so we determined, sorry, I was, I was distracted. Farmers is not. Not Farmers is not. not Sure. Right. Also, uh, this will be the first time in like ever that Ricky's not playing farmers because he and farmers are not partners anymore. I know uh, nobody asked, but wait, I did not know that. When did that happen? Sometime in the last couple months, I think. They really? probably just didn't probably just didn't renew for 24, is my guess. Okay. Cause like, I mean, honestly, as far as golf partnerships go, Tiger and Nike, probably the biggest golf partnership of all time, and that broke off. But like, I don't know, Phil and Callaway is up there, but Ricky and Farmers is pretty I Ricky mean, it's and big time. Yes, Ricky but also is, like, for Ricky sure, Ricky is Puma. Puma. For Puma sure, Ricky is Puma. Ricky Fowler. That that's probably more accurate. But also, like he's been in so many farmers commercials. He's been he's in a lot of, of commercials. Period. Yeah, that's facts. But he's kind of, I don't know. I, I that's kind of a big. That's kind of a big thing. The turkey mm-hmm. vulture commercial. Turkey vulture commercial. Remind me. It's the guy in the parking lot and. Ricky goes, oh, yeah. Turkey vulture. Yeah. He goes, you mean albatross? No, turkey vulture, and it's the thing on his car. Yeah. I do remember that now. How about, Uh, are we still on the the Amex, or are we moving on? Sure. Yeah, we're still there. How about the course, Um, specifically the final three holes? The, I guess, the, the, stadium course i mean it's just very much pete die stadium course yeah right you know what it's just he definitely has a uh a style i know i don't know how i felt about it this is the first time i've really paid attention to the course i don't know how much i've really watched the american express in the past but i mean the 17th and 18 holes when you look at that compared to sawgrass is like it's like Pete. What are we? What are we doing here, buddy? Just because it's like basically the same three holes, or what? Yeah, effectively. I mean, literally, seventeen island green, eighteen dogleg left, par four around water, and sixteen's a par five. That's gettable. 
It's like yeah, what? Se- 17 and 18 are yeah, I mean extremely close, yeah. Yeah, and I mean if you put a pond on the green on 16 then look, it's the same. So, I thought and don't take this as P die slander cuz I love P die, maybe my favorite. But like I don't know. I it's kind of funny that it's it's like the same finishing stretches players. Maybe we can just blame it on Alice die. She came up with the idea for 17 <laughs> at Sawgrass. Pete liked it so much. Here's here's maybe a hot take. I think 17 at La Quinta looks better than 17 at Sawgrass because of all the rocks. I mean, I'm not gonna say that for sure, but I see I can see why someone would say that. Uh Nick, look at the tweet I just sent you. Uh I'll have to go take me a second to get there but uh, does anyone oh, have a I didn't really watch they don't have a bogey train of the week well yeah and, and this, this tournament's kind of weird because there's the cut is after three days because they play three different courses mm-hmm. okay that's funny Tyler Bass US Open champion that was not. That was a. Uh, that was a bad kick. That will. That will lose you your job. Uh, do I have a bogey train of the week? Let's see. Uh, I have. I have one from this week. One from last week. Okay, let's hear your one from this week. Uh, it's just Sam Burns finishing double double. Yeah, that has to be up there. If not the winner, um, I would go on a bogey train. I, I'll throw. I'll throw a nomination Ricky's way for. Uh, Round three on the stadium course, double on nine, bogey 10, par 11, bogey 12, and 13. Who was that? I'm sorry. Ricky. Yeah, he is playing like a bum right now. Whatever happened to Zach Johnson after he started uh, minus 10? Zach Johnson. I didn't even know Zach Johnson was in the field. He, He shot 10 under in the first round. Oh, James Hahn was in the field, did not do well, so he sucks. Hashtag play better. Um, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson, Zach Johnson. You I guess I could just command F. Want me to give you my uh bogey train from last week? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. All right, so this is from the Sony Open. Uh his name is Hunter Larson. Uh, round one, he started on hole one, and he started double bogey, 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 double bogey, bogey, bogey. Is that seven holes in a row? Yep, that's ten over through seven. And that's from the first tee shot? Yes. That's tough, dude. That's um, tough. That's like me. That sounds like me starting a tournament. That's tough. Here's my nomination for bogey train of the week from last week. Great. It is Ken Wayand or Wyand, and this was from the Dubai Invitational. You guys ready for this one? Let's hear it. All right. All right. Um, par, bogey, par, par, bogey, bogey, triple, double, par, par, bogey, double, par, par, double, bogey, 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 par, par, double, double, birdie. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Par, 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 
double. How many holes is this? Is this his whole tournament? Par, 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 double. Bogey, par, double. Par, birdie, par. Double, bogey, par. Par, par, par. This has got to be 36 holes. Par, 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 bogey, quad. Oh. Par, double, par, par. Bogey, 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 triple, bogey, par, 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 bogey, bogey, bogey. Is that really what we're going to do now is just what? find someone that who was shot his, really high? That was his entire 72-hole scoreboard. 72? Week, the Invitational. Uh, he shot 72 yeah, holes. Shot, no cut? Is there <laughs> no cut? 60 wow. people in the field. He shot 53 over for the tournament. Um, lost to champion Tommy Fleetwood by... 72 strokes. I mean, that guy, he didn't ride the bogey train. He rode multiple <laughs> bogey trains and got off and then got right back on. He could not couple, decide whether he wanted to stay on or off. A couple birdies in there. I know. You got to love to see the birdies. Were the birdies? Can you see if they were on par fives? Uh, one was on a par three. One was on a par four. Wow. Okay. Least. Driver must have just been off. This yeah, week. he just a lot of things I mean, must have been off. Honestly, I don't think it was that bad of a week for him. He just didn't quite take advantage of the par fives like you would hope. <laughs> yeah. Usually he, that you have to take it at, at their level, you gotta you have to be making birdies on the par fives. Yeah. If he was able to go like 60 or 70 under on the par fives, he would have been in the mix. Right there. Yeah, right there. Yeah. Um round four, he hit 16.7% of his greens in regulation. It's a small but, number. Yeah. It's tough. That's, I mean, that's up there for just bummer of the week. That kind of bummed me out. <laughs> uh, that's the story I want to bring up earlier was this Ken Wyan guy who was in the field. I don't know why he was in the field for this tournament. Um, but yeah, he doesn't just know why was, either. wasn't even, he was 40 shots behind the next to last guy. Yeah, dude, that's a lot. I think we could have beat him. I mean, seriously. Oh, uh, speak for yourself. I don't think I could have beat him. <laughs> well, when you win I'm your comeback right of the year trainee at the end of this year, oh, then you can true. beat him. But wow. The fact that Ricky was playing with JT when he shot 61 and he shot 76 himself. Yikes. Um, Are we still on... The American Express, or are we moving on? From- I say we just we we just move on because it's getting late. Yeah. Again, shout out to Nick Dunlap. Well, I bet he, I bet he'll play the. Uh, well, he's going to play the Travelers this week or the Farmers this yeah. week. I bet oh, he wait. turns. I bet he turns pro after the Farmers. Did we? Okay, so okay, I bet he so turns pro before the Farmers. Let's make predictions. Let's make predictions on what we think Nick Dunlap, the uh, man of question, will do. I think he'll finish out his collegiate season and then immediately turn pro. See, I, don't I think, think so. I don't. I think, think so. if it was you, closer to the national tournament, he might. But it's it's January. Like, yeah he he could be give he could be missing out on millions of dollars. And, and you got to think there are I think three or four designated events before that no cut. Tournament. I think no, no cut. Still, guaranteed money. I still think he's going to finish out his 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 uh, college career because I think he'll have. I don't think he'll be worried about. I think he'll be like, I'll be fine on tour. I want What's to the advantage. The What's the advantage yeah, of just, playing out the season though? What do you you, have, you just get that? it with like the you have, I don't know. Because of yeah, but like a lot of times the reason to keep playing college golf is like you don't have the expenses like you have 
competition you're playing like to you know your goal is to get ready for golf at the highest level like clearly he's ready he just won on the pga tour and he has instant status so there's nothing to worry about i think you guys i think you guys could be right but i i for whatever reason i think he's gonna finish out the season what do you but what do you think he's gonna do i'd be prepared to apologize for that take on the next episode James, you said after the farmers. I bet I bet he turns pro this week. Okay. Cause I mean, he has one week. He's automatically into the farmers because of the win. And then the week after is the Pebble Beach Pro Am, which is a signature event. So he would have to turn pro to get into that field. And if he did, he would be in. Yes. Uh, with so, because of the so, because of the win. Because of the win. Gotcha. I'm I'm guessing he'll turn pro before the ATT and he'll play. I'm guessing. I hope I'm wrong. I'm guessing he'll struggle for a couple months. That's it's um, going to be a big uh, hit. Some I bet. Golf just well, just because of how big of an adjustment <laughs> it's going to be. You know, just like uh, getting used to life on tour so unexpectedly. But uh, I think he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team next year. That's sort of my. It's I don't even know if it's that sure. bold of a prediction, but that's my bold prediction. I think that's pretty bold for Ryder Cup, but love to hear it. Just because his match play record is so good, and he was really good at the Walker Cup, and and clearly he uh, clearly he has the game. But all right, well you know. we'll see who's we'll see who's right. Most likely me, but you never know. You guys could be right too. So uh, moving on, Do we even Tommy need to Fleetwood. talk about Dubai, or did we? Tommy kind of Fleetwood already? wins the Dubai uh, Invitational. Or the Dubai Desert Classic. I don't remember which one last week was. The invitation. Uh, I think this week was the Dubai Desert Classic. Uh, and my prediction of Tommy Fleetwood making top five in the OWGR is looking good. What is he right now? 11. Mm, 11 and ascending, I imagine. And that's by the end of this year, right? Your yes. prediction was? Okay. So I have him at number five at the end of 2024. That's wild. I like that prediction. I, I don't. don't think I, w- I, I don't, don't think get see. on board, but I like the prediction. I don't see it, but you know, maybe I'll be wrong. I'm a little bit of a Tommy Stan. I think he's got a money golf swing. And one of these, uh, one of these decades, he'll uh, win a tour event. And he still hasn't won on tour. In uh, the, not on the PGA tour. Wow. The second half of the Dubai back to back, another person I picked to be in the top five of the OWGR at the end of the year, Rory McIlroy, gets the dub. I'm two for two this year, boys. Don't, yeah. don't sleep on me. The only thing with like those DP World Tour events is like the field is like it's just not as good as the PGA Tour fields. So when there are stars in the field, they just kind of automatically go to the top of the leaderboard, it seems like. But but still, I don't want to uh, you know, still still a good prediction by you. Thank you, thank you. Um, Rory starts off slow in Dubai this week, but shoots a third round 63, I think, and then shoots two under in the final round. So I think he went 63-70 over the weekend to come back from 10 shots and win. Uh, I was disappointed by Cam Young's play in the final round. He started with a two-shot lead and shot three over. So I was... Uh, Shot two over. Two over, sorry, he might have birdied 18. Uh, 
he was at 11 under for, I think, I think he was at 11 under before the 18th, but I could be wrong. Uh, Joaquin Neiman, top five. Your live guys there, Noah. Live. Love that. Love that. But so I was like, I was, I was happy to see Rory win. Definitely a little bit disappointed in Cam Young's final round performance because he <laughs> still hasn't won on the PGA Tour or, yeah. or the DP World Tour. It's Cam, a little bit concerning at this point that he hasn't won. Yes, I was about to say he just for whatever reason isn't getting it done, and he's been there. He's been there in majors too, and like playing good, but just no W's yet. So, um, interesting. To go back to Dylan Fratelli, the reason he was not at the Amex is because he was playing in the Dubai Desert Classic. I heard okay. tied for 41st, heard, even par. I heard that the UV index was too high at the American Express. I bet, I bet it was pretty high at the Dubai <laughs> Desert Classic. <laughs> he had to stay away. I bet he had the sleeves rolled up. Uh, actually, also, he actually tied like how hard the course was playing, though. I bet he was like, double sleeving at Dubai. Um, here's a name that I have not heard of in a long time Soren Keltson. Yeah, dude's a legend. I haven't heard that name ever. Shot 77 today. Uh, to tie with Dylan Fratelli for the. Okay. For the, All so. right. I, I didn't know where you were going to go with that. Sorkin Kelton. Maybe. Where's he? Is he a Swede? He's a Dan- Denmark, Danish. Wait, is he the guy? What guy? Or is our guy from Belgium? No, oh, our guy's yeah, from Belgium. Belgium. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Apologies to all. Sorkin Kelton is our listener. I wish it's yeah. It's Tom. It's Thomas Peters. I. It could be uh no. That's Torborn Olson. He's uh, also Danish. And allegedly, well, Thomas Dietrich. I think Thomas Dietrich is, oh, is Belgian. Is Thomas Peters the muscles from from Brussels? Is that was that his nickname? I don't think so. Because isn't Brussels in Germany? No, it's in Belgium. Really? Yeah. Maybe he's muscle. I've never heard that. Oh, Nicholas Colsarts. Nicholas Colsarts, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Speaking of muscles, a little trivia for you guys, and I'm going to have to say this in my head because this is always a question at trivia. Max Homa now has the PGA Tour record for longest recorded drive. So after the... Does he really? Uh, or 77. Century, yep. He beat uh, Davis Love the Third by one yard. Davis, the love, the third held the record. Yep. 476. Probably just like caught a cart path or something or two or three or four. But Homa just had a uh, downhill downwind and hit 477 it. 477 is absurd. It's pretty far. That's like Ryan Harmon played longer than lot. the average par five. at can yeah, I was, I was about to say that's, that's like a solid par four. That's a long par four. Uh, we, do we need want to, to talk do we about need to this? read the leaderboard. No, okay. no, I don't think, we anyone, definitely I don't don't. think anyone needs that. You, you don't do want not. me to read through people like uh Masahiro Kawamura? We're gonna have to end this probably right now. Or do Michael we want Torb- to talk about Torb- our Johnson? best hole in golf bracket coming up at all? Or yes, we should introduce it because it's gonna happen soon. Okay, we, should in- we can curious. introduce it and I'm then curious. call it. Yeah, all right, so. Me and so Nick were so, talking. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's sort of your brainchild, so you can explain it. Me and Nick were talking about how can we spice up the bogey train, which is crazy because we might be the most lively podcast on the web right now, but we're always thinking about ways to spice it up, right? So, so we're you don't win best spit- podcast back to back years without no. um, without a healthy dose of innovation. You have to create 
the thing that kills what you were selling basically is the is the motto behind the bogey trade we have a lot of mottos but that's one of them um and we were spitballing ideas and we came up with this one idea to make a bracket of famous noteworthy holes in golf so for example hole 17 at tbc sawgrass we were just talking about earlier hole seven at at pebble beach um 18 at Sawgrass. i mean just just big uh, famous famous holes um Maybe a couple of the holes at TBC, um, the waste management course, whatever that's called, whatever. But we were, we wanted to make a bracket of holes. We might want to break them up by par threes, par fours, and par fives, whatever. That's beside the point. And then go through us three and have a debate on which one's better for whatever reasons. A quick debate and run the holes through the bracket and kind of come out with like our selection for the best hole in this bracket whatever um and we have three guys so we could we could vote and and fire them through but it could kind of get some interesting conversations going and we would talk about golf which seems to be a theme on this podcast so that's the idea i like it Um, how many how many holes are going to be in each bracket we haven't decided but i imagine 32 or 64 would be probably probably 32 would be probably a good number. We could do so we could have four regions. We could have the par 5 region, the par 4 region, par 3 region. What's the fourth? And and the par uh, 2 region? No. And the yeah, like mini, mini, the golf, mini golf region. <laughs> the 19th um, hole region, the windmill hole. Versus. I I wouldn't mind just having either. separate brackets entirely for par threes, fours, and fives. Yeah, it's because it is kind of hard to like compare head to head, like uh, a seven at Pebble versus thirteen at Augusta. Yeah, that's, that's very true. That's very true. It'd be it'd be probably smart. So maybe we do like sixteen holes in each bracket or something. Keep it somewhat simple. Get what we think are like the 16 most famous, most well-known par fours, put them together, whatever. And we'll probably have to do it in like snake draft format. Cause that's how, cause I imagine we would have a lot of this, a lot of overlap as far as one yeah, we would well, want to select. We can, I mean, we can, we can select them kind of as a group and then we can go through and vote on them. Then we have the debates. All right. But that's one of many new things to come um, in the bogey train this year. So that and we might finally do the what's in the bag that we said we were going to do the last two and a half years. Oh, that'd be good content. Be Not good a lot has changed. So keep an ear out. I still out. have 14 clubs somehow. Yes, that should be good. But it's uh, like, yeah. A uh, little word of wisdom before we sign off here. Uh, since 2009, there has not been an AFC championship game without Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, or Mark Sanchez. AFC championship game since 09. Mark Sanchez, dude? Yeah. <laughs> Who did Mark Sanchez play? The Jets. Tom Brady? No, he played for the Jets. Why the is Jets his play? name in that list? Um, 
Did they play the Chargers? No, because it would have been a Super Bowl. The Ravens, I believe. That's a fun fact, though. I appreciate that. They didn't play the Ravens. Although since 09, goes back 15 years, but 15 years, only three quarterbacks, still pretty impressive. Oh, it was the Steelers. They lost to the Steelers. They're in the playoffs. They went to back-to-back conference championships. The Jets? The Jets. They 2009, both, right? 2009, 2010. They lost to the Colts in 2009, the Steelers in yeah, 2010. they used to be decent. That's yeah. cr- I never would have guessed that in the last 15 years, the Jets had been to two conference championships. I mean, that was back in the... That's the, absurd. That was the back in the Patriots dynasty era. So I was back in the Brett Favre Vikings era. Those were True. the two... Those were the two... Uh, Two seasons wow. Farb was on the Vikings. So we were just a couple uh couple ball bounces the other way from having uh Vikings Jets in the Super Bowl in 09. Yeah. Would have been crazy. Instead, we got uh Colts versus Bounty Gate. Uh, another fun fact, um, going along the same lines of football, uh in this century, the Detroit Lions have gone 0-16 and made the conference championship. Uh, more times than the Dallas Cowboys. Wild. Yeah, the Cowboys absolutely fell apart. Um, Not sure we have the the time to get into that. Maybe we could have a uh, derailed episode just talking NFL football sometime, but uh, a lot of ideas and uh, just so little time. One of our most scarce resources is time. Time and money. You guys got any uh, parting thoughts? Uh, don't let your meat loaf. All right. Average John. Mm, let's see. Um, I'll be heading down to Miami soon to work on a course. So How soon? That's pretty exciting. Is Sometime it, next week, I'm expecting to leave. So Trump National Durrell. I. I was just wish. thinking for the for the certain item that I have to ship you. Uh, oh, so no, I gave you my home address in Minnesota. So. Right. Is that, um, are you still, how long are you still going to be there? I'm in Georgia right now. Uh, so should I send you my address in Miami? Is it a direct shipment or can I grab it in a couple weeks? Uh, I mean, you can. It just might be spoiled. It's banana bread. Oh, dude, I love banana bread. It's not it banana, banana bread at work, it, dude. It, it'd be it's better if, if you and if you and James got them at the same time. But I guess it doesn't really matter. Can you make me banana bread. I'm curious well, as to what it is. Well, like, I'll update. John you. sent us a calendar. Yeah, dude. I, what do you guys feel, think of the calendar? I feel like I'm left out that I didn't get you guys anything. The calendar is awesome. Pretty fun. I might have to put my golf uh, tournaments on that calendar. I I do have to point something out. Interesting strategy starting the week on Monday. What was the thought process behind that? Yes. So that's what my brother asked me too when I showed him it. But but I was like, I did it Sunday first, like a normal calendar. But it looked weird having... With the PJ Tour events. Exactly. I I wanted it to end on a Sunday so then the colored boxes would be four in a row rather than three in a row. Well, you could have started it on a Thursday. And one... I could have started on Thursday, but that feels like 
a psychopath thing to do when I could start on a Monday. So I elected to start it on a Monday. It definitely uh, makes your calendar unique. Did you make that or did you purchase that? I made that. That yeah, is those sick. Are, those are all those pictures are... I've taken on my own golf trips, all on film. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I didn't know if I didn't know if you would catch up, uh, catch on to that, Jengs. But like some of those pictures, I was there for. Yeah. Uh, so I I knew no, I knew pretty it, quickly that those were pictures that you had taken. But I'm gonna have to go back and relook at it then, because I thought those were all just like stock photographs, and this is a calendar that you just purchased and sent. No, those are those are all yeah all, all pictures I took on my film camera, yeah. um, and all from trips whatever I've taken. All the all the colors too are like picked from the images. So like if you open up to March, all the colors of the PGA Tour events were all like whatever i drop it out of the image so it all ties together whatever that's that's awesome Detail information that's probably too much information but uh yeah that was a fun little project super cool well my, i promise mine isn't that cool all right well i'll i'll send you my address in georgia and then i'll let you know when i get to miami it'll probably be the middle of next week but you middle can, of next week, as in like this coming Wednesday. Yes. So I probably shouldn't send it to Georgia then. Yes, probably not. Hmm. All right. <laughs> I'll I'll let you know when I get more info when I'm on when I'm leaving. I haven't heard exactly when they need me. So. But that was also yeah. That was, I was kind of wondering. Um, yeah. So maybe I'll hang on to it. I don't know. Okay. Okay. But. All right. Dope. Uh, any, you guys hitting the Sims recently? Any? I've been hitting golf happening? balls, golf balls here and there. I haven't like played holes on simulators or anything. But. I, I finally got back into the forties last week on the Sim. Um, All right. Took a few weeks, but. It's good news. Trending. Yeah. Hashtag trend, trending. trending. Hashtag trending. <laughs> Love that. I might get out and play some real golf tomorrow. It's supposed to be yeah. like 45 or something. It must be nice. So, sounds that sounds pretty good. I know. Pretty good. All right, fellas, we good? Ah, uh, we're good. I'm great. All right. Till next time. We'll see so, you. I just got stuck in a bogey train. Mm-hmm.